You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers Update, the Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, hosted by Ryan Schlipp, the Pack Daddy. And I am your host, JJ Leahy. Texans, Vikings, 49ers, Jaguars, Colts, Bears, Eagles, Lions, Panthers. One of those teams sticks out like a sore thumb. That would be the Indianapolis Colts, the only team out of that stretch of Packers games with a winning record. This is also easily the best defense the Packers have had to face all year long. The Colts have allowed the third fewest rushing yards in the league, the second fewest passing yards in the league, the second fewest passing touchdowns in the league. They're tied for second in interceptions with 11. And although when it comes to big plays, 20 plus yards or more, they're only seventh best with 25 allowed. When it comes to big plays of 40 yards or more, they're tied for first place. I see this as potentially terrible or potentially really good for the Packers because LaFleur and Rodgers have been increasingly reliant on big plays deep downfield in past weeks, and if they can't break away from that, this game is over before it begins. But if the Packers get back to the short passing game, they have a real advantage. This Colts offense typically struggles to put up decent points, and although the linebackers are excellent against the run, they do struggle in the passing game. Defensively, Mike Pettin's scheme is actually extremely well-suited to play the Colts. Long, methodical, 10-plus play drives define this offense, and they struggle in the red zone. Pettin's defensive philosophy is built on the idea that if we can force you to stretch your drives out into a lot of plays, eventually you'll make enough mistakes and allow us to capitalize with our own defensive big plays, we'll get a stop. This game will most likely be won or lost in the trenches. The Colts have a very good offensive and defensive line. They're built to play tough football. Here's what LaFleur had to say. It's going to be a great challenge for us. I I do think our pass rush has gotten better and better and better, and sometimes sacks come in bunches, just like turnovers. And Anytime you're playing a talented offensive line with a a Hall of Fame quarterback and his ability to get the ball out of his hands, it, it does present a a challenge and I just think it's the mentality is you have to be relentless up front and you can't get frustrated and you got to keep attacking it because you just never know also we always talk about just how the rush and the coverage go hand in hand we're going to have to be sticky on the back end in order to get home take away some of those initial reads so Philip has to maybe hold it a little bit longer than he'd like to but it's it's just got to be an attacking aggressive relentless mentality from our pass rushers unfortunately for the Packers Frank Reich head coach of the Colts does not give up on the run even though the Colts are one of the worst running teams in the league Turning to the injury report, there have been a lot of names limited in practice, which does sound scary. However, usually Wednesday practices are full of a lot of limited and non-participants. We'll start with the good news. 
Will Redmond, Equinemius St. Brown, and Darius Shepard all returned to practice on Wednesday. You may remember with EQ and Darius Shepard out last week, Jawan Winfrey got the call-up from the practice squad. Some bad news. For a couple days in a row, Tyler Irvin and Montravius Adams have not participated at all. If you haven't been keeping super close tabs on the team, these two guys have actually been very important this year. On defense, Montravius has finally had a breakout year and been one of our better run defenders. A.J. Dillon and Chris Barnes are both still on the COVID list. Devontae hurt his ankle last week, and he's been limited in practice since. In fact, make that extremely limited. Along the offensive line, it looks like we'll have Billy Turner and Rick Wagner both available for Sunday, making this the first time in a long time that we've had all three of our top tackles available in a game. Safety Vernon Scott, who went out during the Vikings game and has not played since, upgraded to full participation in practice. Jair continues to be limited. He's been suffering a concussion and a hand injury for a while. The Packers seem to be taking a very cautious approach to this concussion, which is likely his second concussion this year. Kevin King, however, is fully participating in practice now, and if we are in fact without Jair, he'll be a welcome presence. A week after a disastrous special teams performance against the Jaguars, Matt LaFleur had this to say about the Colts special teams. No, this is probably the best unit to date that we faced, and I think that's a big-time credit to the roster that they built there. They're, they're very deep, and so we're going to have to have our best performance of the season on special teams, and our guys know that, and it'll be a, gr- a great challenge for us. Well, this year, the starting quarterback in Indianapolis is Phillip Rivers, who did beat the Packers last year with the Chargers. So what are the chances that Rivers can replicate his success from last year? And I still think he throws with tremendous accuracy, and he's a he throws with such great anticipation. I think the one of his best traits in just watching him over the years is just the competitiveness that he has. I think it rubs off on everybody. It's infectious. You watch that pocket collapse, and it's it's going down around him, and he knows exactly where to go with the football. He always seems to find the hole in the defense, and that's what he did to us last year. You know. Uh, when the opportunities presented themselves, he made throws down the field, and when he needed to get it out quickly, he was able to do that. So he is one of the all-time greats, and it's going to be a great challenge for our defense. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to packernet.com and follow the Packernet Podcast on Facebook. My name is J.J. Leahy, and this has been The Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.